Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, let's go to uh, the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Brendan Gulick, our buddy, of course, uh, now Sports Illustrator, covers the Buckeyes, covers the Guardians, basically does it all. Uh this is your this is your day. This is it. Like the beginning of baseball. We got the Masters on. Like this is this is your day. Uh, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good. It's uh, kind of the triple threat day. I think is what you told me yesterday, and I, I kind of like that. I'm in on that. Yeah, I mean, well, it just it just is. Uh, you you will give us great perspective on Dwayne Haskins. You will give us great perspective on the Guardians. You will give us great perspective on the Masters. Uh, let's start with the Masters because the Masters, to me right now, is still at the front of my brain more than anything else. Uh, so, like, Scheffler's just – what do you think of the nickname for Scheffler now? People are starting to call him the Chef, and I'm kind of digging it. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's kind of funny. I, uh, I don't know if I've really thought about a nickname for him yet. Um he kind of has this like Benjamin Button thing going on for me, where he's sort of he's 25, but he's kind of like 45. Uh, yeah, so I yeah. I think we got to come up with something that sort of reflects the fact that he kind of looks like he's a little bit of an old guy. How are you the number one ranked player in golf, and we've won three out of the last five tournaments, and like no one has given you enough time uh, or attention to even come up with a nickname or to come up with anything like 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 no one. <laughs> I couldn't pick out – I watched so much golf, I couldn't pick out Scotty Scheffler if he passed me on the street. It's amazing. He's world oh, number on, one. Really? He's he's wow. insanely talented. And, yeah, but he's got like a – he has a very like blah vanilla face to him. You know what I mean? Where like he just – he yeah, looks like that. he looks like everyone. I, I get that. I, uh, I just – I feel like golf is – I mean, look, there's Tiger Woods and then there's sort of – the other guys that you might consider to be like the establishment, the Rory McIlroy's, the Phil Mickelson's, Jordan Spieth's, you know, the other like big name players that casual golf fans, you know, truly know. Uh, and then there's sort of everybody else. And I think they're, you know, e- even in golf where, you know, Scheffler played on the Ryder Cup team. He's the real deal. Yeah. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. And he is riding some kind of heater right now. Um, he can he can be as hot as he is right now, and get to number one in the world, winning three of his last I think three of his last five starts. 
Three um, out of the last five. Yeah, he's and he's been he's five. been so yeah. good, and he was so good yesterday. I just I, I was listening to a podcast from him last week after uh, coming off the the victory over Kisner at the at the Dell Championships in Austin, and he was talking about how he uses like one of those putting mat surfaces in his kitchen as his wife makes dinner, and it helped him increase his putting skill in the previous couple years. And like it's insane. <laughs> that's like that's like if Michael Jordan used a Papa shot and all of a sudden like became Michael Jordan. Like that's how does that happen? That is uh, that's a story I never heard. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's really good, and I don't think it's going to be long before he catches some, uh, you know, some some mainstream attention. Uh, he's really likable. He's really relatable. But being number one in the world in golf is not the same, you know, as being the number one football team in the world, number one basketball team in the world, or or whatever. It's just. It's, if you're not Tiger, you you have a hard time uh, really being that relatable until you win a couple of majors. You know, for a while we thought maybe Rory could be, you know, that kind of uh, talent, and it just just hasn't happened for him. Um, so yeah, Scheffler's a ton of fun to watch, and if you invest some time into getting to know him, I think as a fan you'll you'll like him. Um, but it's going to take him a while to get to that that crazy superstar status, I think. Uh, Tiger's melting down today, it feels like. I saw he was fine through two, and now it, it feels like uh, uh, we're heading in the wrong direction here. I like seeing him wearing the Tiger red. Yesterday was an awful day. Uh, Brendan, I mean, he that, that four-putt he had on five, You you when's the last time you four-putted? I bet it's been years. Uh, I, I mean, I don't play the same kind of golf he does, but I'm pretty sure I haven't four-putted in a long time. I three-putt once <laughs> in a while, not four-putt. <laughs> he had – but that was, that's the thing. That's what made it so crazy. It's not only yeah. it's not only that he three putted five holes in a round for the first time in his career, and then he four putted the fifth, and you you get him out with a seventy eight, his highest score in ninety three career rounds at the Masters, and it just it was a I, we should have seen it coming. I think in many ways a lot of us did. We just didn't want to believe it was going to be true. But at least we had Thursday, which is a lot of fun. Well, and that's that's kind of the thing with him, right? You know, <clears throat> you, you saw gl- uh, glimpses of vintage Tiger. Um, it, his, he he said he still has his hands, and I think it was pretty obvious early in the week that you know he still has it a little bit. Um, and he shot under par on Thursday, right? And and he he was only two over on on Friday to make the cut at a, frankly a pretty respectable one over considering how hard the course was playing Thursday and Friday. Um, I, I actually thought that Friday was going to set up really good for him. And Saturday would set up early on pretty decent for him because it was so windy that it wasn't like, it wasn't driving range golf or you were just, you know, bomb and gouge, right. Where you just right, hit it right. as far as you can and then hit a wedge and like, you have to change your trajectory. You got to shape the ball. Like those are the kinds of things that, with Tiger's hands, quote unquote, that he he can do. Um, I think it's the the thing that really hurt him yesterday was the fact that it was kind of cold. And he said straight out, he's like, "Cold weather is really not good on on my leg right now." Um, and you know, the fact that he's walking that property four days in a row. You know, he hadn't walked eighteen holes with the exception of the one practice round he played with, with Charlie and JT uh, last week. Um, he's played a lot, but he hadn't walked 18 holes on a hilly piece of property in a long time. He had, he had walked medalist, which is a super, super hard golf course in Florida, but it's very flat. And Augusta is 
pretty well known as one of the two hardest walks in golf. Um, I, I actually think Tiger, if he wants to play at St. Andrews, that's not a hard walk, um, but it may be cold and windy there. But I, I think there's a chance he could play better in the Open Championship if he wants to later this summer. I think it's part of the reason why he, he played today. He had to make sure he could prove it to himself that he could do all four days. Sure. You know, to yeah. be honest. No, I, I'm, I'm bullish on him moving forward. Yeah, no, definitely. Brendan Gulick joining us here on The Fan, of course, Buckeyes Now, and of course the uh, uh, you have your new deal going on covering the Guardians with the Cleveland Baseball Insider. Uh, let's talk about the Buckeyes, though. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, obviously tragic news, so young. Uh, I want to kind of ask you the question, who made a bigger fool out of themselves between Adam Schefter and Gil Brandt, but that's for another time, I guess. Uh, do you have any Dwayne Haskins stories or anything that you've seen in the previous 24 hours that kind of speaks to his character? You know, I um, when it comes to Dwayne, he, he I, I guess he was just before, quote-unquote, my time in covering the team, so I didn't have a chance to get to know him or, or you know, uh, talk with him along the way. I, I just found yesterday to be unbelievably sad. Um, you know, I, I, everything that I have sort of heard and read and the conversations I've had with people are that this was, you know, basically a full-blown, pure accident tragedy there was there was no foul play involved there was no um bad decisions on on Dwayne's part involved other than I guess maybe if you're thinking to yourself why were you walking down the side of the highway um you know I've heard a couple of different things as to why that happened but I I don't want to put stuff out there that's not true because I couldn't confirm any of it but none of them were you know mistakes on his part kind of thing it it seemed like it was just a full-blown accident and one one little bad decision that ends up being a, a pretty big deal. Um, you know, the, the kid is, uh, he's got an unbelievable heart. Everybody that I've talked to that, that got to know him a little bit um, was was basically blown away by who he was as a person. He, he was obviously, a you know, an incredible quarterback, and, and Buckeye fans only had him for a little bit of time, but they were just blown away by how kind he was to everybody around him. And, I mean, man, what a legacy. You know, I hope that someday that, you know, we can all be remembered that way is to just treat people well. And um, it's it's such a gut punch. It's awful to think that at 24 years old that he's he's already gone. Um, but he'll, he'll be remembered as a quarterback at Ohio State that kind of changed the game. I mean, yeah. He, he broke the mold of the Urban Meyer running quarterback um, and Ryan Day, you know, put him out there and, and changed the offense. And, um, I mean, gosh, he broke so many school and conference records that may or may not ever be broken. Who knows? Yeah, I and mean, think about it, like, just how incredible he was entering the 2018-2019 season where, he, I mean, he beat Joe Burrow out for the job. That's no that's, – in hindsight, that's no easy task that he was able to do. Yeah, he threw for 1,500 more yards than any other quarterback in Ohio State history. Threw for 14 more touchdowns than any other quarterback in Ohio State history. And he broke Drew Brees' longstanding Big Ten passing records. I mean, um, you know, he played on one of the best teams in college football in an incredibly highly scrutinized year because it was Urban Meyer's last year and, you know, showed off an arm that, kind of made you think back to like what Cardale Jones did when he had to come in for, for JT Barrett, um, you know, several years earlier when the Buckeyes won the national championship, that was certainly the guy that came to mind when you saw sort of the, mm-hmm. the arm strength. Um, and, and look, you know, it, it obviously was a little bit of a rocky start in the NFL for a couple of years, but by all accounts, he was starting to figure it out a little bit. And, um, 
it's it's just awfully awfully sad what happened. Uh, Brent, I got to ask you about the Miles Straw extension. Uh, I didn't see it coming. Uh, guy was cut from his high school freshman team, walked down to a junior college team, and now he's just rich beyond belief. I like the move, though. I think it was a good move by the front office to lock someone like Miles Straw up. Did you like it or no? No, I, I did like it. And actually, admittedly, I did see it coming. I just thought it was going to be Bieber first. But given Bieber's current contra- uh, contract situation and sort of the, I guess, the affordability he's under right now, not a huge surprise that they haven't done Bieber yet. I think that's probably coming. Um, I do. I, I, really I don't know like that that Miles one's coming. I, I like that you. Th- I like that you're optimistic about a Bieber one coming. I don't know that that necessarily is so soon. Well, I it, and that's the thing, right? I mean, I I think the Guardians at some point are going to give Bieber a contract extension. I don't know if it's coming this year. I just didn't think the straw deal was going to be this top of mind. But I know how much they really like him and how excited they were that they finally got him in that trade last year. Um, look, when you're building a team, man, you want to be strong up the middle of the field. you you got to feel like you have a, a catcher that can really handle your pitching staff. Uh, and right now the Guardians are trying to figure out what they've got in their two middle infield spots. But from the moment they acquired Miles Straw, they knew they had the guy they wanted in center field. Um, and they, they obviously paid him a – you know, a, a pretty good rate to make sure he stays here. But I, I think this is definitely the kind of guy that fits their mold. He runs well. He plays great in the outfield. He's terrific on the base paths. Good hitter. You're going to get a little bit of power from him, but um, he's he's a very, very good piece out in center field. Brendan Gulick, I wish I had more time. Appreciate you giving us a couple minutes here, and uh, I'll catch up with you later. Enjoy the, uh, the rest of the Masters and hopefully a Scotty Scheffler victory. Thank you, man. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.